Alrighty then, episode 88. I'm recording this one just on my phone's microphone because the last couple I recorded with my AirPods sounded whack. I don't know what's going on. Um, I recorded with my AirPods for quite a number of episodes and it sounded fine. And then for a while I was recording with wired earbuds and that sounded even better. And then uh, I switched back to the AirPods like like maybe, I don't know, like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Um, and the, I, it sucks. I don't know what happened to the audio. So I'm going to do just on my phone's audio today because I forgot my wired earbuds at home. But I'm going to switch back to those because I should have never switched away from them. AirPods are just so convenient, you know, like if I'm at the gym and I have my I don't have to have my phone like in my pocket. I can set my phone down and go like work out, not have like... I don't know. It's just so much more convenient. The wire's not getting in the way. AirPods are so nice, but the Bluetooth radiation straight into your dome probably isn't the best. So trying to avoid using Bluetooth as much as possible, especially right in the ear hole where you're blasting it into your brain. But you got to do what you got to do, especially at work. AirPods are great because I can just kind of, I can get, one, there's more sneaky. So I, I get, I'm technically not supposed to wear earbuds at work. I have done it for five years and nobody really says anything to me anymore because uh, it's a dumbass rule that nobody really follows. But every now and then somebody gets their panties in a wad and has to say something about it. So it's best to have AirPods that I can just quickly pop out and hide if I need to. But anyways, I got on here today, guys, to discuss the boxing fights. And you may hear the rain hitting my car because I'm sitting out here on break right now. A little rainy day work pod. Uh, those of you who've been listening for a while know something about that. Um, damn, it's probably been about a year since the last rainy day work pod. Uh, but yeah, last night, Sunday was Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And I did not do a prediction video for that fight, mainly, or a podcast for that fight, mainly because I forgot about it. I didn't know it was happening. They like, they weighed in Saturday. So I was like, oh, are they not fighting on like, I don't, I thought the fight was Saturday night. Then I found out it was Sunday and then I forgot about it. So whatever. Um, just realized I was running my car battery and I did not want that thing to die. So went ahead and started it up. So, uh, the fight was on, I thought it was like later in the night too. Once I found out it was Sunday, it was at like four 30 in the afternoon. So, or maybe five 30, what either way. So, uh, driving home right as I pull in to the driveway, the fight's kicking off. So I pulled up a live stream, smoked a bowl in the driveway, watched the fight, or the first round anyways, got inside, watched like the first three or four rounds perfectly fine, and then after the fourth round, maybe after the fifth round, my stream crashed, I think it was after the fourth, before the fifth, like in between rounds, my stream crashed, and I couldn't get it back up, so ended up FaceTiming my brother, because him and his buddies were watching the fight on a, on a TV um, at their place, so he got the show me the end of the fight just through his phone screen, which was fine. Um, overall, I was, I was impressed. I, I was, I don't love Jake Paul's boxing style, like the, the ducking jab and the, the big overhand, right? It's just, it seems like a really experienced boxer with some power is going to catch him with an uppercut. Cause Tommy landed a couple when Jake's ducking like that. But when Jake ducks like that and rolls into his overhand right, it puts people to sleep. So fair enough. I think uh, I only saw 
probably like four and a half total rounds. So like the first four and then like the end of the uh, eighth. And from what I saw, Tommy was winning. Jake had his moments. I saw the big knockdown, uh, even though that was in one of the rounds that I didn't see. I went back and watched highlights. Jake landed like a stiff jab that caught Tommy off balance, knocked him down. Count it. Uh, But I think Tommy outboxed him overall. The combinations was the big thing. I was telling my brother, it was Jake Paul was looking to land that one big shot, that one big shot, that one big shot. Tommy would land and then follow up with two or three more hooks. He'd land a right hook and then throw another three, four. Or he'd land the three, throw a four, three. He just was constantly putting two or three extra shots after he would land. And it's like, even if those two or three extra shots don't land flush, if you catch somebody on the jaw and then land two or three that they have to block, you're still rattling their brain. You're scaring them. You're getting them in that defensive mindset. It looks good for the judges. The biggest thing, the judges, thank God they gave this decision victory to Tommy Fury because it was the correct thing to do. And we all know that uh, fight judge fight judges, fight judging, whatever you want to say, has historically not been the best. I mean, they've given some horrendous decisions, but maybe boxing's turning it around because MMA surely isn't. The UFC's given bad decisions every single pay-per-view, it seems, especially of recent. So if boxing establishes itself as this legitimate, uh, and maybe it's because, maybe the answer is because MMA is scoring itself with boxing uh, scorecards and it just doesn't work. We just need a more comprehensive scoring system, which I have a solution for, and I will discuss eventually. The Verdict MMA scorecard is the next best thing to my idea. I think my idea of scoring fights is better. Uh, I guess I should probably just get into it since I mentioned it. I think that each round should be scored based on who won the striking, who won the grappling, and then who just won the overall fight for that round. Because if the striking and grappling are close, but one guy was pressing the pace, then you give it to him. But if one guy clearly dominated the grappling, uh, the striking was close, and then obviously that guy dominating the grappling was winning that round fight-wise. So you see what I'm saying? It could be like an out of three, best two out of three for each, like best two attributes out of three for each round wins the round. I don't know. And if you have a round that's super close, maybe you just do a two and two. I don't know. As I'm saying it, maybe Verdict has a better scoring system because theirs is probably more well thought through and it's... My only problem with the verdict scorecard is that the fans get to vote. So if you have a guy like Conor McGregor who goes out and is in a a moderately close fight where you feel like the other guy should win, and then we go off the verdict scorecard, all the Conor Dick riders are going to say that he won. I don't know. The bias is a bit of a problem in that verdict scorecard. I think we still need objective judging. I mean, what is objective judging, I guess? We need judges who are like, they're at the event on a panel with their names on the scorecards. Maybe it just needs to be more than three judges, and maybe they need a better scoring system than boxing. That was way derailed off of what we were even talking about. Thank God the boxing judges gave the right uh, decision to Tommy Fury. He won the fight. I'm very excited for the rematch, though. I think Jake uh, definitely had a couple of moments. He showed that he's... He deserves to be there. He's as legit a boxer as any any other one. I mean, Tommy Fury's no joke. He's not his brother. He's not Tyson Fury, but he is no joke. So I'm excited for that rematch. I think these guys respect each other a lot, so maybe the rematch there won't be uh, as much shit talking, um, which built the hype for the fight. But I think just the idea that 
we're going to have a good fight builds the hype for it for the rematch. I don't know. What do you guys think? Drop a comment on the vid or on the uh, pod. On, if you're listening on Spotify or go to the Instagram and send me a message or drop a comment at Screaming Into The Void podcast, I think. I changed it recently. Let me check. Yeah, it's at Screaming Into The Void podcast. One big long name. It used to be SITV underscore pod, but I didn't like that. I like Screaming Into The Void podcast. And that's what it is. So go listen to it. Or if you're hearing this, you already are. So thanks. That's about all I got, guys, though. I I didn't do a prediction for that fight because, I mean, it was only one fight. And my prediction probably would have been Paul by knockout because I thought it was going to be scripted. But the fact that Paul lost the decision tells me it was probably legit. Looking forward to the rematch. Um, Or if they don't rematch, looking forward to Jake Paul's next fight. Probably won't follow Tommy Fury's career. I mean, this is probably his biggest fight that he'll have unless he rematches Jake. That's probably mean to say. I shouldn't have said that, but I do believe it's probably true. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. This is all I got for you today. Uh, Hopefully the audio sounds better. Sorry if it doesn't um, for you one or two listeners, wherever you may be. I will get the wired earbuds back for the recording of this episode or for these episodes or for this podcast. I was going to say both of those phrases and I jumbled them together instead and sounded like a child. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Screaming Into the Void, episode 88. With me, your boy Aaron V. I'm out.